When it comes to trucks, bigger is pretty much always better, right? Well, hold on a second. Toyota's 2022 Tundra actually has a smaller engine than previous generations, yet it performs better in every category. More torque, more horsepower, better fuel economy, quieter, cleaner. How is that possible? I wondered the same thing. My name is Nick Heil. I'm a journalist and author and what you might call a Tundra enthusiast. A couple of years ago, that enthusiasm turned into full-blown obsession when, during the middle of the pandemic lockdown, I spent six months flying around the country trying to find a better version of a vehicle I already owned, a first-generation Tundra. I finally landed one of those classics, but I returned home to learn that Toyota was releasing the 2022 Tundra. The more I heard about it, the more fixated I became. The new Tundra wasn't just an update. It had been completely redesigned and re-engineered from the ground up. That's a big project, and I soon found myself on a new quest to understand why they completely overhauled a truck that, to me, was already pretty great. Almost every time an automaker announces that they're launching a new truck or redesigning an old one, everyone wants to know, what's the powertrain going to be? Early rumors percolated that the new Tundra would keep its V8 and also come with a diesel option. Tundra had never offered a diesel before, and on paper, those engines make sense in full-size trucks. Even the Tundra's lead engineer wanted to go that way. And what I wanted was a diesel engine. I'm, I'm a... I'm a big diesel proponent because I love the diesel torque. And in, in trucks, torque is everything. This is Mike Swears. He's the guy whose job it is to decide which engines go in the new Tundra. I love diesels. And I went, uh, we have a new 3.3 liter diesel that we're putting in other vehicles. And I, that's, that's the engine for me. Truck guys love diesel engines. They have more low end torque, which is great for hauling heavy loads or passing on the highway. And diesel fuel has slightly more energy in it, so you often get more overall power compared to regular gas when driving at the same speed. The one drawback, and you may have heard about this, is emissions. And uh, the powertrain guys, Mike, you know, diesel certification in North America is super difficult now because of uh, some mishaps that some of uh, my friends at other companies have had with diesel engines. And I said, I realize that, but I really want a diesel engine. And so keep the V8, give me a diesel engine, we'll call it good. And they're like, yeah, about that. Uh, the V8 isn't gonna make future emissions requirements. We gotta do something different. Wow. And so we're a conservative company and one thing I'm not allowed to do this comes down from, from Akio Toyota himself, is I'm not allowed to play in gray zones. If we get, we know regulations is coming, I've got to meet those future regulations. So mm -hmm. we started looking, talking, and, and the V8, you know, we looked at doing different things to the V8 engine to make it pass, but it was good for maybe one or two more years, and then I would have to give it up anyways. So the V6 uh, became a conversation. And I, I, 
I'm not going to lie to you, I was pretty hesitant about having a, uh, a 3.5 liter or a 3.445cc engine, uh, opposed to my 5.7 that I have currently. Were you just skeptical that you were going to be able to get the torque and sort of overall performance out of a V6? I was worried that we're going to run out of performance when you really ask the engine to work. With every redesign, the Tundra's engine has always gotten bigger and more powerful. The engine that made Tundra famous, it was their classic 4.7 liter V8. The engine that followed that one, a 5.7 liter V8. One of Toyota's core principles is the idea of continuous improvement. So putting a smaller engine in the Tundra, like a 3.5 liter V6 twin turbo, that didn't really seem like an option at first. The V6 is a great engine. But when you start towing or you start off-roading, yeah. tor- torque is king. You need that torque and you, you need the torque early and you need the torque long. And my concern is how do you get full power out of this engine in different circumstances? Uh, mm-hmm. if, I'm, if I'm climbing I-17 in Arizona or Davis Dam or these areas, it's not very often customers do that, but how do I get full torque out of it? If, I, if I'm in Hell, Hell's Pass uh, in, in Moab, how, how do I climb it? You know, mm. there's different things that I do as a customer that I want to make sure that we can work around because the old adage was there's no replacement for displacement. And uh, what I would say is I was proven wrong. <laughs> What Toyota's engineers did was tune the V6 to feel like it belonged in a truck. It generated maximum power at low RPMs. They redesigned the transmission, upgrading it from a 6-speed in the previous generation to a 10-speed in the new one. The new transmission improved the gear ratio, which in turn improved what's known as the torque curve. Everything is just working like a symphony, symphony together perfectly in, in unison to give us best performance when you're asking that performance. In other words, they made a V6 that performed more like a V8, smaller but more powerful. But remember, what Mike originally wanted was a diesel option to make the Tundra a premium towing machine. To go that final step, to help make the V6 engine really feel like a diesel, they turned in an unexpected direction to a tiny, some might say ugly, extremely efficient, super low emission vehicle. They turned to the Prius. Um, so talk to me a little bit about that, the, the first uh, generation Prius, because it, it's, it's sort of unrecognizable compared to the Prius <laughs> that people know today, right? It very much is. And if, if you ever go to these forums and look around every once in a while, it seems like every couple months, somebody will post a picture of one they saw on the road and said, what kind of car is this that they stuck a Toyota Prius sticker on it doesn't even look right and uh evan fusco is an emergency room doctor and early prius owner uh, yeah it was very different so it was shaped a little bit more like a traditional sedan as opposed to kind of that egg-shaped design that i think most people are familiar with when you picture Mm -hmm. uh, prius these days like many of my fellow toyota enthusiasts evan got really into learning about his new vehicle's technology because he was among the early adopters of hybrid engines and eventually an authority on them, he became a moderator on PriusChat.com. Toyota eventually certified him as a Prius expert, 
Part of a panel of consultants, they would fly in to offer feedback as they developed new hybrids and alternative fuel vehicles. At one point, I got to drive the uh, beta test model of a uh, plug-in Prius that they literally brought to my house and let me drive around. So kind of through that whole Prius chat community, some other online forums, um, and and through that uh, Prius experts program, we really became kind of deeply in, engaged in that whole uh, whole world. The Prius was first conceived of in the early 90s when Toyota tasked its R&D division to make a car for the 21st century. Something fuel efficient, space efficient, and practical. A future car. And top secret. There's actually a book out there, the the car that shook the world. Uh, that that's uh, actually a it, it's hard to come across. It's in a rare print right now that kind of talks about that and um, that you know they they really didn't want that technology getting out to competitors. I think they were also concerned, honestly, that it would fail and you know they they'd have egg on their face if if it um, didn't succeed. The Prius backstory is pretty fun, a high stakes race against time that would make a good movie. At one point, Toyota's leadership set a target for fuel efficiency, and this new car achieved it pretty easily through aerodynamics and weight savings. In response, Toyota's leadership doubled the efficiency target, and Toyota's engineers had to start tinkering with a hybrid engine. And with that, they developed this hybrid um, system that essentially allowed them to utilize a very fuel-efficient engine built based on what's called the Atkinson cycle. And the great thing about that is it is very fuel efficient. The bad thing about an Atkinson cycle engine is it is very low power. It um, really is impractical for any kind of real world driving. So to kind of bridge that gap between the fuel efficient internal combustion engine, they incorporated electric motors and a battery with that vehicle that allowed the opportunity for the engine to basically run at a nice continuous steady fuel efficient level at a kind of its preferred rpm range where it was most fuel efficient the prius is a marvel of efficiency it uses battery power to supplement the gas engine then when the car is braking or coasting downhill it recaptures some of that energy and stores it in the battery to use again later your driving is not a steady state. It shifts. You slow down, you speed up, you need more power, you need less power, you don't need any power, or you're going down a hill and you've got to figure out what to do with that extra energy that's burning. Most internal combustion engines just spit that thing out as, as heat waste energy, whereas with um, Prius, with the hybrids, you're able to recapture some of that energy back as regenerative braking and throw that into the battery pack. So that's the Prius pretty much invented the hybrid powertrain. And you can't really talk about hybrids without talking about the dorky little commuter car that started it all. And just to be clear, the initial um, sort of push to put a hybrid in was was strictly for emissions that's, reasons. That's correct. That's correct. Because emission standards keep getting greater and greater. Right, Cafe right. standards are getting greater. And trucks, trucks are bad boys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Trucks are bad boys. So while the new Tundra is a very different creature than the Prius, the iForce Max hybrid engine wouldn't exist today without it. So fast forward, we're getting into this and, and we're talking about, well, Prius. And I said, they're gonna like, oh no, no, no. We're gonna do a one motor system. And the difference between a Prius being a two motor system versus our new one motor system is the amount of torque that's available. 
And the problem, right. Prius is a, the Prius powertrain or our THS system, it's a great system. It, it's fab, fabulous for what it's designed to do. What it can't do well is tow and haul things. So that doesn't make it ideal for, for a truck usage. Uh, in comes the series uh, hybrid system, uh, Prius we call a parallel hybrid system. In comes a series hybrid system. So you have a motor, you have that motor generator, you have your transmission. What that means is the electric motor power, the engine power, both of those are going through the torque converter, thus going through the transmission. It's all mechanical system. Even if you're driving on electric, you're still driving through your transmission, still driving through the rear end. Where the Prius uses its battery power to let the engine do less work, the Tundra's engine does the same work and uses the batteries to give you even more power instantly. Now, now comes the gravy, the gravy, the icing on the cake, the gravy on the mashed potatoes. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm taking this motor generator, and when my my V6 turbo hits peak torque, I'm at 2,400 RPMs. I'm at peak torque. I'm putting out everything that engine can do. I'm going to turn that electric motor on, and I'm going to add that to it. And this is where that 583 pounds feet of torque comes from. One of the Toyota engineers I talked to compared the Tundra to a Ferrari. But what about someone not on the Toyota payroll? Uh, you would think that we would be giving something up going away from the V8, but this new twin-turbo V6 is an absolute barnstormer. Scott Brady, our Land Cruiser expert, almost ran out of breath singing its praises. And then if you get it with the, the iForce Max drivetrain, which is the hybrid variant, you're making significantly more power than the outgoing V8 in every scenario. It's so fast that it feels like a sports car. Diesel engines may have a lot of torque and power down low, but they're not known for being fast. With a series hybrid like the Tundra's iForce Max, you get both, speed and that diesel towing power. Honest to God, when you, when you, uh, we're towing Davis Dam, you start out on Davis Dam and you hit this thing, you don't know you have, we're towing max load of 12,000 pounds, you don't even know you have a trailer behind you. It's the craziest thing you'll ever experience. Wow. It is just mind-blowing and it's a lot of fun. And, and the thing that's, for me, being an old guy and being in the industry a long time, the thing that I never thought I would see possible is as you go up in performance in our powertrains, your fuel economy gets better. And I don't I don't know of any anybody that's ever done that before. So you have you've got the V6 and uh, turbo, it's better than our old outgoing 3UR 5.7 liter V8 from a power standpoint and fuel economy. But when you go from the V6 turbo to the one motor hybrid system, you get a, a jump of over 100 pounds feet of torque in this, this powertrain, plus you get better fuel economy. It, it's just craziness. Okay, so what I hear you saying is that the, the guys that are towing the space shuttle are, are still gonna be using a Tundra, even though the new Tundra has technically a smaller engine than the previous one. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, and because of all the towing features we put in there and the new one motor hybrid, they, they'll be drinking coffee and eating, uh, eating donuts while they're towing it. 
The way people see hybrids has changed over the years. It's no longer an alternative fuel or experimental technology. Since the Prius caught on, Toyota has added hybrid options to a lot of cars, even bestsellers like the Camry, RAV4, and Highlander. So uh, get, getting back to the Prius real quick, um, it sounds to me like even though this is a, really a completely different system and a completely new system, uh, it really, you know, the understanding of it and the way it works and, and how it ultimately might serve the new truck couldn't have been possible without the Prius and what Toyota came to understand about the way hybrids work. Well, we Is that fair? Yeah, we we invented the hybrid system. We we literally have more electrified vehicles on the road than every other company combined. I think the biggest difference that you're seeing on the truck side than what you've seen on our our car SUV side is that our focus is really using a truck as a truck and using the hybrid system to do work versus using it to get great fuel economy and great emissions. Those things come along for the ride, but our focus was purely doing work. The Tundra's iForce Max powertrain was designed to give people all the power of a diesel engine without the pollution. What people don't realize is that a more powerful, faster hybrid is what a lot of drivers have wanted since the very beginning. This is something that if you if you've come through the um, early Prius chat discussions and things that when we were trying to convince the rest of the world that you know this hybrids make sense for everyone in every vehicle, um, I think the the Tundra sort of demonstrates the argument that we were attempting to make is that. You know, by calling it a hybrid doesn't mean it's slow and sluggish and only gets 60 miles per gallon. Incorporating a hybrid system into other vehicles means you can make it more powerful. You can make it faster. You can also, you know, maintain similar fuel economy. But it's it's kind of uh, one of those things that, that proves what we've said all along in, in the Prius world is like hybrid makes sense across an entire line of vehicles for an entire different need group. In the end, what the Tundra really has in common with the Prius is the fact that even Prius owners want to drive one. You know, you, you get extra power, you get extra torque, um, you get extra speed, and you don't have to pay a whole lot extra to get those things. So, with the powertrain dialed, Toyota had to tackle the next big challenge. What would the new Tundra look like? And one thing we said to ourselves is, if we're creating a design at this moment that we're a little bit, that we're too comfortable, it feels comfortable and it feels familiar, we, we haven't gone nearly far enough. So we really pushed ourselves to be a bit uncomfortable. That's next time. <laughs>